0: Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back. And yeah, so we got a little bit to talk about today. Um, In general, we're going to be talking about this whole uh, no charger in the box thing. Uh, It just seems to rub people the wrong way. Uh, Dive a little bit into TikTok and uh, Streets of Rage 4 said to not ever go to Google Stadia. Um, Interesting that they would even say that. And then finally, we're going to wrap it up with a little bow here. And we're going to talk about some interesting news regarding the Pixel 4a. So, without further ado, let's kind of get into it. Let's start off with the first one. We're going to start off with no charging bricks within um, the iPhone 12. And then other companies following the same trend. This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. So, you know i I've said it on my youtube video and, and and a lot of people are saying it but I'm just gonna openly say that this is <laughs> this is a lot of crap <laughs> this is a load of crap uh this is stupid and uh not entirely sure um well i mean i know I know where apple's point of view was uh, obviously Apple um always wants to make money that's what it is with them they they just want money 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 they are worse than a million dollar man from wwe but Samsung, see, I guess the thing that, that kind of like uh, really kind of annoys me is um, why can't other companies just stand on their own? Why do they have to follow a trend? What is it with trends that makes them have to follow it? That's I, I think that's what gets aggravating, right? It's like Apple does something. Samsung wants to do the same thing. And then because Samsung does it in the Android space, then uh, other OEMs want to do the same thing. No, we'll do it like this, too. Oh, you know, Samsung's doing it, so we'll do it. You know, because it seems like it's the right thing to do. It's the right direction in the path to move. And it's like, kid, does any, does any one of these company CEOs have a pair of nuts? Does any of them have a pair of nuts? Do you guys think that they have a pair of nuts? Do you think they do? Because I sh- I sure as hell question that now. Like, does any of you guys have a pair of testicles dangling between your legs, because it seems like that none of them do. That none of them have the balls to stand on their own. That um, you know, one company does it, so they want to feel like all of them should do it. And oh man, you know, it's just like uh, yeah, where's your balls at? I would definitely say that um, Samsung has no balls. Sorry to all the Samsung knights out there who are probably gonna get offended by it and be like, you know, it's not the case. But like, really, come on now. Uh, people need to charge their phones. That's where I'm looking at this at. People need to charge their phones. So why even, just why even, take that away? Like, to 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 make a quick extra buck. I mean, you're already selling your phones for close to a thousand dollars. You know, a a a a piece of electronic technology that is not bigger than, uh, you know, um, than a 20-inch TV. (laughs) Let's put it that way, because there's tablets that are pretty big now. Um, Yeah, and and it it costs to $1,000, or it can cost higher than $1,000. And for some reason, they, they feel like it's a smart idea to just take away the little charging brick. So they're not taking away the charger itself. You will have a data sync cable. Um, so, you you know, you can plug it into a laptop or uh, or a MacBook or whatever the case may be. And it's actually said that, you know, the iPhone 12 will have the data sync cable, but it'll have the one that's, um you know, a USB type C to lightning port. So I guess in a way, kind of forcing people to, you know, look for the... Uh, the, the, the fast charger. But I mean that's that's the thing. Like... I don't know. I have no idea. I, I, I have no clue. You know, I woke up this morning. Tired. I'm still a little bit tired. Um, I don't know why. It just feels like I'm not getting enough sleep. And, and I'm like, okay, I gotta do this podcast. And, this. and I'm sitting here right now. And I'm just thinking about all these things. And I'm getting agitated. That there's not gonna be a charging brick in the box. And, and, and I know... I know that... Other OEMs are, are gonna follow. They're gonna follow this stupid trend, and I think that's what gets irritating. It's like, and that's why I say, like, like who's got balls? That's question of today. Who's got the balls? Because it seems like the Samsung ain't got no balls. You know, they're gonna follow everything that Apple does. Uh, Apple followers. Um, literally, I think uh, I, I think it's a lot of crap. Um, this is, this is the way that the future of mobile technology is going as far as like phones being released. They're not going to have, um, uh, charging bricks in there. Just the data sync cable, the phone. Um, what's the point, you know, and, and, and people can prove their point literally just by, um, not, uh, buying these phones, not upgrading, you know, costing the company, uh millions of dollars in revenue because nobody's upgrading, but then again, people won't do that. That's, that's, that's how this works. People just won't do that. So I don't know. I'm um, kind of tired of talking about it because I've been talking about it for the past couple days. Um, yeah, uh, Apple, uh, shame on you for coming up with that stupid idea. Samsung, you got no balls and you're stupid. And any other OEM out there that's even attempting to try and do this is going to be stupid. Google, if you even follow this, you're stupid. You're stupid. You're stupid. I'm just gonna say that right now. So, um, yeah, a quick word of a uh, quick word, quick uh, message from the, and and then we'll be back with the next half of uh, well, the next portion of this uh, podcast. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. So social media has become a very, very, very embedded um fabric of humanity nowadays. And um, every couple of years, a new uh platform is created and everyone just goes bananas. Everyone goes bananas for it. Oh it's it's them. It's 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 amazing. It's where all the kids are and yeah, what I'm talking about is TikTok, okay? And um you know, I'm not really a an avid user of TikTok, but there are a lot of people that are. Now um currently right now here in the United States uh they're considering uh trying to find a way to ban TikTok um for various uh, said reasons, uh, basically being national security is being the biggest one of them. Uh, possibilities of uh, TikTok um, collecting people's data and um, possibly even selling it, or if not selling it, uh, using it to their advantage. And um, you know, there's gonna be people out there. There's gonna be stupid and be like, "Well, I don't care what TikTok is doing. They can collect my data and blah 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 blah." Yeah, yeah. How about it? How about if they collect um, photos of your children? How about that? Are you okay with that, people? Are you okay with that? Well, what if they're able to like keep keep a log of your daily movements? You know, where do you go? Uh, What what roads you take to get to where you're going? Um, What your patterns are, your driving patterns? Are you okay with that, people out there? Are you okay with that? The reason why I ask that is because, um, yeah, you know, that's what uh, they're saying that TikTok has been doing. They've been caught doing that. Um, The CEO of TikTok has come out and has like rigorously defended TikTok. To the end, one of the biggest defenses he has is that TikTok is an American company, when well, it's actually owned by a company called um ByteDance, which is a company that is uh, based in China. So, um China, if you guys did not know, is currently our our enemy in the running position of being the world's superpower, like the number one superpower, which is why like you hear a lot of stuff between. Uh, you know or the US uh, government and uh, China you hear a lot of stuff about that on the news and it's just cuz they're they're battling for that number one position now what would happen if China was actually to surpass the United States as being the number one superpower gaining control of the main seat in the United Nations what would happen you know well it's pretty obvious right cuz if you look at the way the world is right now like America leads into a lot of things right Um, yeah, there's countries that hate America and our policies and the way that we think and they, they vocalize it all around the world, but, um, America is leading, uh, amongst all countries. And, um, on top of that, uh, is the high seat in the United Nations. So, um, if China takes that position, then they'll be the ones in the lead and we'll be doing things by, by their will, by, by what they want. Um, and that's something that I'm not ready to do everyone's talking in, in you know in this world today about oh let's just all get along and you know we're humans and whatnot and I totally agree with that i'm for that i'm with that, but is that the reality of things no, uh when it comes to world politics that's not how these countries play. they will never play that way, and um <clears throat> we could be super nice to China all we want they're not going to care they're not going to care at all so when you have um when you have intel that says that an app like TikTok is ciphering data, you might want to take that seriously if you are a user. And, and quite personally, I think it's pretty stupid that people are going to be like so okay with TikTok collecting data and you know pulling a fast one. Um, but everybody was so on Facebook with the Cambridge Analytica thing, so I mean, you know, that's that's very hypocritical. If you're gonna if you're gonna bash Facebook for you know collecting your data and then selling it off and allowing a third party company to have access to that data and do what do as they please with it and if that angers you and you were mad and you were vocal about it and you were like literally going after facebook for doing it then you cannot give tiktok a pass or you're just straight hypocritical hypocrisy at its finest um i really have to say that so yeah um come on people like, let, let us be real about things. So, um, again, it's at your discretion. And the reason why that it's not just completely banned is because coding is a form of language. And so under our um, Constitution, it is the First Amendment, freedom to speech. So you cannot um, just get rid of an app because, um, you know, lawyers will find that as a loophole to use and their advantage to keep TikTok around. So really, it's at people's discretion. Now, you're seeing a lot of celebrities and stuff posting that they're deleting their TikTok account or they're making their kids delete TikTok because of um yeah that security issue of uh, information being ciphered and you know i really think that people got to take that seriously but again it is at your discretion so you know what if you're cool with that then you're cool with that i can't tell you what to do you do you do you you're an adult you're you're a big person you do what you want to do but i'll just say this um if you were one who literally bashed facebook for a lot of its things that it's did But you give TikTok a pass, you are a hypocrite, And that will not change no matter how much you try to uh, hide the fact. So I'll just say that much right now. But when it comes to TikTok, people, that's really what the issue is right now. So, um, yeah, uh, use at your own discretion. Anyways, guys, another quick break, uh, and we'll be back here in a few minutes. So video games are absolutely fun. I love playing video games. I'm sure some of you guys listening like to play video games and... You know, one of the biggest, oldest struggles we used to have back in the past in the earlier days of video games was like when a specific game came to a specific console, it didn't go to another console, right? So, you know, games that were specifically made for Sega Genesis never went to the uh, Nintendo or the Super Nintendo and vice versa, right? Like you didn't see Mario come to the Sega Genesis platform. Um, And, you know, that's duly noted. But today, video games has changed quite a bit. Game consoles, the way you play your game... Uh, even it going to um, cloud-based gaming is like now now what it is today wasn't what it wasn't the way it was in the past. So I, I completely understand that. But I will say this: um, this segment will be kind of short. But I think it's kind of stupid when um <clears throat> when a company that makes a game such as Streets, Streets of Rage Four. Um, goes out and says, no plans to put this thing on Google Stadia because it's, you know, Stadia's trash. Like, come on now, that's not even fair. Like, you're going to put it out for PC. You're going to put it out for PlayStation, um, possibly Xbox, but you're not going to put it out on Stadia. And, And there is a following of gamers who use Google Stadia, right? And like, sure, Stadia is not perfect. It's not a perfect, um, gaming platform. Um, it's still, you know, growing little by little. They're adding games here and there, um, beefing up the game library. Um, you know, the idea of Google Stadia is actually pretty good, right? When they announced it, a lot of people went. Um, they're, like, pretty solid about it. And, uh, yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just sad. You know, because, like, I'm fully interested in playing Streets of Rage 4, uh, Streets of Rage was probably one of my favorite games on the Sega Genesis from way 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 back in the day You know from the very first game that was more of a holistic, um you know, two-dimensional beat-em-up game uh, To Streets of Rage 2 where they started adding in mystical powers Streets of Rage 3 was just like where they really defined it and um, you know with the various different characters like you know Axel and Blaze and uh, Skate, Dr. Zan Uh, It just, you know, it gets, it just got better. And so it was a long, 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 long time uh, before Streets of Rage 4 came out. And it looks good. Seeing all the gameplay and stuff like that, the graphics and whatnot, it just has like that throwback, comic book style look. So I'm like, yeah, I really would like to try this out. i really like to play it. But I use Google Stadia. And when I see something that's like no plans for it to come to Stadia... And by the way, Stadia's trash, so they're not even going to try. That's like screw you. Then uh, yeah, you know, you you guys are stupid because again, you could you could easily make money, but you choose to be biased and picky about where your game goes. You know, could they could they you know build a port that goes to Google Stadia? Obviously, of course they can. Of course they can. They choose not to. Now, I think that's pretty stupid. So I say this to the developers of Streets of Rage 4, uh, you guys are STUPID! Because, yeah, I would definitely uh, not be biased about any platforms on the game that I'm developing, and I would want it in all different platforms. I mean, do you know how many DLCs you can sell? You know, off games nowadays? I mean, video games is not how it used to be. You buy a game, you buy the game for like 60 bucks, And then, like, there's, like, DLC packs you buy that's, like, $10, $15, depending on what comes in the DLC pack. So, you're also making extra money. So, really, like, you know, if there's, like, you know, um, let's say the game costs 50 bucks, and then there's, like, five different DLCs, you're literally having people pay $100 for that game. So, bringing it to Stadia, you want to, like, give up on the possible market you would have there to make additional money, besides it being on PlayStation, PC, and Xbox, like, Come on, developers of Street Rage Four, you guys are just stupid. I would say that pretty much to that that extent. But yeah, anyways, I'll let yeah let's kick it off into the into the final segment here real quick after a quick break. And for the last half of this podcast before we end it off, um, Pixel Four A. Yesterday I dropped a video that's actually circulating pretty good on YouTube, and it pretty much talked about how uh John Prosser from Front Page Tech basically tweeted out that the event to um, to announce the Pixel 4a has been pushed back to an August 3rd event. And that ticked me off as well as other people who have literally openly come out and said that the hype behind the Pixel 4a is pretty much dead. No one really cares anymore. Uh, but interesting turn of develop- the developments coming from nine to five Google. So if you guys want to go look at the source that I'm getting this information from, you gotta look to nine to five Google for that source. So uh, it was no secret that when they looked back in the day, they saw different code names for um, Pixel devices, and a lot of people assumed that there was just a Pixel 4A, and then there was going to be a Pixel 5, and then a Pixel 5G, uh, Pixel 5 5G variant. Um, So that was kind of crazy that, um, you know, that was the first uh, speculations of it. And then we started seeing development news talking about the Pixel 4a XL was canceled. And they even had uh, mock-up molds to show you guys what the 4a XL would have looked like. So I'm like, okay, so why, you know, I guess, I don't know why people didn't piece this together. But... um, so yeah, everyone's like, okay, so there's just going to be a Pixel 4a and a Pixel 5. But we, we kind of forgot that we knew that there was three code names to the newer coming Pixel devices. So we're like, you know, okay, what what's happening? Um, now, it was rumored that the Pixel 4a would have an October release. They said that the Pixel 5 would have been pushed back. Um, I doubt that's the case. I think that the Pixel 5 will drop in October alongside the Pixel 4a. But now it just seems like that it's, you know, it's even more of it's going to be that type of release. And why it's going to be that kind of release is because 9to5Google said that they're pretty sure that there will be a Pixel 4a, there will be a Pixel 5, which would already be 5G capable. So there wouldn't be a two variant of that device. So then the third mystery device is the Pixel 4a 5G, a 5G model for the Pixel 4a. And um, what it kind of looks like to me, just based on a lot of the things that's that's being said, a lot of the leaks that we're seeing, because we are seeing a device that looks like the Pixel 4a, that has a um, headphone jack at the top, is a lot larger than the normal size Pixel 4a, but it is not the 4a XL. And so they're, they're claiming that this could be a 5G variant for the Pixel 4a. A little bit larger in size compared to the Pixel 4a, the regular one, but it's a 5G variant. So they're not gonna call it an XL version because the Pixel 4a would not have 5G capabilities. It would be dependent on LTE. So this bigger model that would have been the 4a XL is in fact the 5G variant for the Pixel 4a. So still polycarbonate build, 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, uh, same same mockup as the Pixel 4a larger size body and display, but 5G capability. Now, why would they go and make a 5G capable Pixel 4a? Well, that's because a lot of carriers are in demand that that manufacturers build 5G capable devices to run on their 5G network. The best way to market your 5G network from your company is to have devices that can run off that 5G so it can show people what your 5G network can do. I mean, literally, can you really show gigabit speeds to anybody without actual hardware for it to run on? No, you can't. So you need devices to run on it. So Google taking a page out of that and making the Pixel 4a a 5G variant, making one, um, it actually is a smart move. But then again, you know, because of so much hype built up behind the Pixel 4a, I would have dropped the Pixel 4a already and just kind of surprised people with a 5G variant of the Pixel 4a. Let that just kind of come out of left field and shock everybody on that one. And then also release your flagship, the Pixel 5, which actually, you know, while it is Google's flagship, it technically is not flagship specifications, Snapdragon the 765G, which I would have wanted them to go with the, 7, uh, the 768G, as that one has updatable drivers for the GPU, which is something that's new to processing chips. Uh, that you don't see on any other one. So like older um, Snapdragon devi- um not devices, but Snapdragon uh, processing chips don't have updatable drivers for the GPU itself. And that's something that I think is insanely cool that you can actually beef up and update the GPU so that way the graphics is processed a lot better than what it currently can. And so I would love to see that chip put into the Pixel 5, use the uh 765 g in the Pixel 4a 5G variant, and then the Snapdragon 730 in the Pixel 4a LTE model, but that's just me. So, anyways, guys, that's that is pretty much um, what is being tossed around right now. And uh, like I said, I cite my source with Nine to Five Google. You guys can go check out their uh, latest podcast where they mentioned it. They talk about it. Where they talk about uh, Sunfish and Bramble and you know the the other codename for the the other device. And just really um the basically for those who are like, "Well, how did they know how did they know that there is a five g variation?" they found it in the Google app update so with these companies like nine to five google and and Android authority and android central when they when they get when they get a hold of a new a p k file for a specific app, they tear it apart and look and sift through the code to see what what changes are there and then when you see a specific code name for a specific phone. And that it's supposed to have 5G capabilities, and you know it's not the Pixel 5 because you know what the Pixel 5's um, codename is currently right now. And you know what the Pixel 4's codename currently is right now. And then you see that there's a third device, that's a 5G capable device, and you're like, okay, so there's another 5G capable device that Google's going to be presenting out. And you see Photos! of a larger size Pixel 4a that has a headphone jack so you know it's not going to be the Pixel 5 because why would the Pixel 5 not have a headphone jack but the 5XL would? So you just put two and two together and you realize this, okay? So it's not the 4a XL. It's not a 5XL. It could be called the 4a and be a 5G variation. So that is the speculations right now based on code found within the Google app. That's, you know, the latest APK from, from the Google app. So, um... Yeah. Anyways guys, that is it. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, you guys literally could hit me back with some voice messages. And uh, when you guys do, uh, let me know if you guys are okay with me playing it in the next podcast episode and I will run your audio in the next podcast episode. You guys will be featured at the end of that episode to uh, give your interesting thoughts. So let me know right now. Do you guys really believe it's a Pixel 4a 5G variant? Do you guys really believe that that's what this third device is? If you don't believe it, tell me why. Leave me an interesting response, why, and I will select two and I will air them on the next episode. Thanks for checking out um, the uh, today's uh, podcast. Sorry, it's still early in the morning; it's like six forty a.m. for me, and I'm not normally up at this time on the weekend. But um, yeah, this is my new thing. So um, share this on your favorite social platforms to circulate it. I would really appreciate that. And that is it. I was, I will, um, you guys will hear from me next weekend. And, uh, yeah, that is it. Thanks for checking it out. Peace.